And we are approaching the holiday of Purim, and of course we are reading the Megillah twice on Purim, at night and again in the daytime. The Megillah tells the story of the Jewish people in the, the lands of Paras and Madai, 127 states, King is King Achashverosh, and in this story, there is a uh, Agagite, Hamana Agagi, who conspires to kill all the Jews in the kingdom of Achashverosh. He's upset that Mordechai the Jew, who's in the gate of the king, does not bow down to him, and when he realizes this, he wants to take his anger out, not just on Mordechai alone, but on the entire Jewish people, men, women, and children. So he goes to the king, and he says to the king, There's a people out there scattered and dispersed in all of your kingdom, They're laws are different. And furthermore, they don't keep your laws. It's not worthwhile to keep them alive, he says. And then, of course, the king agrees, gives Haman his ring, his seal, and the decree is issued. All the Jews are to be killed on the 13th day of the 12th month, the month of Adar. Of course, as we know the story, it's all reversed, and there is a great battle on that day, but the Jews are victorious. The king ultimately supports the Jewish cause. And Megillah tells us in the ninth chapter, which describes the holiday of Purim, that on the days in which the Jews rested from the war, because they fought on two days, most fought on the 13th and rested on the 14th. The Jews of Shushan fought on the 14th, additionally, and rested on the 15th. For Yosotam, Yemei Simcha, that each day was declared in the year of victory, a day of mishta, a day of drinking, a party, the simcha, and a day of joy. Then later in that chapter, Mordechai sent around letters to all the Jews, instructing them to keep two days of Purim on a in, in general, moving forward for all time, and also to observe on Purim not just a festival of joy and partying and gifts to friends, but also Mordechai says, Matanotu Evyonim, gifts to the poor. And the message I think that emerges from this evolution of Purim in the ninth chapter is that the initial celebration of Purim by the Jewish people in Persia was Yimei Mishtev V'Simcha, partying, rejoicing. And in truth, the Megillah itself, which has no less than ten parties, that was the way that the general population, the Persians, marked days. The book begins with two parties, then more parties and more parties. The initial Jewish response, sounds like an assimilated Jewish people, was to mark the holiday, the day of victory, as the Mishnah is said, because Mordechai sends around a message to all the Jews. And he says, not just Mishnah is not just gifts to friends, but even gifts to everybody. Even the marginalized one, even the outsider, all who are under the threat of persecution, all, all and each one of us has to be part of this celebration. But one reads the Torah and the book of Zvarim which talks about two different days as days of rejoicing, namely the holiday of Sukkot and the holiday of Shavuot, which the Torah in the 16th chapter of Tvarim instructs us to be days of to rejoice before God, and the Torah says, you 
and your children, and the slave, and the widow, and the orphan, and the stranger, and the levy, all those people who are on the margins. Everybody has to be included. Ironically, what Helman said was so true. For that the hem shall not be called on, the laws are different. The Megillah ends up by telling us, ironically, he's so right, it is different. It's not just days of drinking and days of rejoicing, but it's days which demonstrate a sense of real community, a sense of caring for the other. Happy Purim.